We officially wrap up Loose Ends, ladies and gentlemen. Hottest show on the streets, best form of Alabama football news, notes, and information in my own words, the podcast. Yours truly, Stephen Smith of Touchdown Alabama Magazine, getting you my instant reaction from uh, this Iron Bowl over the weekend. As always, go ahead and drop a like, a thumbs up on the show, and subscribe. That tells us. Got to continue putting news, notes, information, and up-to-date content out there so that you, the Crimson Tide, can like, share, enjoy, debate, conversate on your favorite football team. As always, the show powered each and every time by our good friends at WhitwillSports.com. That being title towel, be sure to purchase you a couple of those towels today. Well, I was in Jordan-Hare Stadium over the weekend in Oxford, not Oxford, in Auburn, Alabama. Very eerie, crazy, strange place to to be at. And um, this was a game where Alabama falls 48-45 to to Auburn, getting its second loss of the year out of contention for the college football playoff. This puts Nick Saban all-time 8-5 against the Tigers. That's the Crimson Tide's head coach. Four of his five losses now come against ranked Auburn teams. He is now 1-3 in terms of being the Alabama head coach when he has to take the tie on the road to Jordan-Hare Stadium to face Auburn. But getting into my instant reaction here from this matchup, the first thing, Bama fans, even in the loss, even in disappointment, even in the fans storming the field, and I know that irks your nerves seeing the, the Auburn students, the Auburn fans storm the field after that win. Uh, Mac Jones has a lion's heart and big-time leadership. Mac Jones, even in a loss, a son was born in the Iron Bowl, and it was Mac Jones. He went out there and fought and battled and took hits and played and gave it every single shot. And, I mean, even when Tua Tagovailoa was healthy, you had people that doubted Mac Jones. I don't think he can do it. He's not Tua. People aren't trying to see Mac Jones. People want to see Tua Tagovailoa. If Tua's not out there, there is no point to watch Bama football. Tua changed the game. Tua changed the landscape. Tua changed the mindset. Tua changed the perception. Who is Mac Jones? What is Mac Jones? If Tua ain't on the field, Alabama football is not relevant. That's how a lot of folks thought. And that's even with Tua healthy. So you got to believe when Tua went down, those criticisms, those doubters of Mac Jones drew all the more. There's no way. Bama can beat Auburn. There's no way Mac Jones can compete against this defense. There's no way Jones can give this team the best chance to win. He ain't Tua. And because he ain't Tua, he don't stand a chance against Auburn. You saw that boy over the weekend. That boy gave Alabama, that young man gave Alabama every single shot. Mac Jones, toughness. Mac Jones, heart. Mac Jones, leadership. This young man completed 26 of 39 passes 
for 335 yards, a season high, and now a career high, 335 passing yards, four touchdowns, a season high, and a career high. Though he had for two interceptions, he came bounced back every single time, keeping Bama in position to win. Now, the first turnover he had, the first pick that was intended for Jerry Judy, got picked off by Smoke Monday for a touchdown. I put that on. Some miscommunication there. The second interception was flukish. If he had a bit more timing, probably could have been better. Could have thrown the ball away. I, I even put some of that second interception on Steve Sarkeesian in the sense of you bring the heavy package in there, you run the football. You run the football four times with Najee Harris, who I get to him in a minute. But you bring the heavy package in there and you straight run the football and you pound that ball in the end zone. So that second pick, you know, Mac and uh, Sarkeesian share that one. But end all be all, Mac Jones Hart, Mac Jones Courage on a third down play. He picked it up with his legs gunning for the first down marker. Had a play to where he lowered his shoulder and knocked the guy down and picked up a first down on third down. So the boy got heart. The boy got courage. The, the young man can lead this team, man. I mean, I understand all week in practice, you would hear certain players say, we believe in Mac Jones. We trust Mac Jones. We got full confidence in Mac Jones. We backing him. And yes, it sounds all cute and all flowery when you hear people say these in player interviews. But when you watch this young man go out here and play the way he played against Auburn and saw the heart and the fight, and he took some hits after some throws that probably should have been called, were not called, but he got back up and he continued to play. When you saw that, then you understand why the players were behind him. Then you understand why the coaching staff was backing him. Then you understand why he commands the spec that he commands because he went out there and he played the next play. He went out there and he battled. He went out there and he full-fledged competed. So definitely Mac Jones. Getting into Najee Harris now, what a game he had. 27 carries. He tore the rock. Hurtled over guys. Jumped over guys. Powered through guys. There was a point in that game where Auburn couldn't stop Najee. They couldn't stop him. Couldn't stop. Derrick Brown couldn't do nothing with him. Marlon Davidson couldn't do nothing with him. They couldn't do nothing with him. 27 carries. 146 yards. His fifth 100-yard rushing performance of the season. One touchdown. Averaged 5.4 yards a carry. Najee ran up and down on that team. Ran up and down on that team. At one point, was averaging 10.4 yards a carry. Najee Harris, four catches also for 26 yards. He played a momentous, had a momentous impact in the football game. And then last but not least, number three, boy, Jalen Water had a game. Boy, Jalen Waddle had a football game. And you knew it was coming. You knew it was going to come at some point. And, uh, I mean, it's going to suck seeing Jerry Judy, Henry Ruggs III, and Devontae Smith all go after the bowl game. But 
Jalen Waddle for the bowl game and next season, special, 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 special. And uh, Mac Jones and Jalen Waddle have had a connection since the 2018 matchup against Louisiana Lafayette, but they just decided to build on it more in the Iron Bowl. Waddle caught all four targets that were thrown his way for 98 yards, three touchdowns, had a long, had a 48-yard catch and burst at the house, averaged 24.5 yards per catch. He's not even known for his prowess on kickoff returns. He's the big punt return guy. But on kick returns, Waddle Baby did his thing. Three kick, retu- three kick returns for 132 yards, took a 98-yard kick to the house, averaged 44 yards per return. Jalen Waddle, four total touchdowns in the ball game. Did his thing. Carried Alabama along with Najee Harris and Mac Jones. All three of those guys, you take your cap off to them. All three of those guys battled. All three of those guys did exactly what the coaching staff want them to do. You couldn't ask any more from those three guys. And despite the fact that Alabama outgained Auburn 515 to 354 and had more plays than Auburn 77 to 65, here's what ultimately hurt Alabama. Number one, penalties. 13 penalties for 96 yards. This was this is the most penalized team of the Nick Saban era, the most undisciplined team of the Nick Saban era. Personal fouls, false starts, just shooting itself in the foot, shot itself in the foot all game long. 13 penalties for 96 yards. Can't have it. Can't have it. Can't have it. That was number one. Number two thing, and I was listening to Sports Talk Radio all the way up to the matchup between Alabama and Auburn, and a lot of talking heads for Auburn were saying if the Tigers were to win this game, they got to crack 150 yards rushing. That was the number. That was the magic number. Auburn's got to crack 150 yards rushing in order to win the game. They did that. They did it. 158 rushing yards. Jatarvius Whitlow had 114. Bo Nix, at quarterback, had 44, including one touchdown. Alabama did not fit the gaps well, did not hit the hole, fit the holes well on quite a few of those runs. Whitlow got some power runs in there. Bo Nix executed some plays to the edge, did not wrap up in space, didn't tackle well. Auburn hit the magic number in terms of rushing yards. And then, number three, Bo Nix made some throws. Bo Nix made some Johnny Manziel, Pat Mahomes-type plays where receivers bailed him out. We could not, Alabama could not put him to the ground, was able to roll out of the pocket, make some throws. Receivers, Seth Williams, Eli Stove, Guy, uh, Sam, uh, Sam Canella, you know, guys bailed him out. I mean, Sal Canella, excuse me. Auburn just had players to bail Bo Nix out, and Bo Nix made some throws with the football that sometimes 
just can't script. You just can't script them. Can't script them. There were some calls in the game that did not go in favor of Alabama. One in particular was the play where you know, the officials put one second back on the clock. It was supposed to be a free clock. Time was supposed to expire going to the half. But, you know, Gus Malzahn worked away to where they can get one second back on the clock. And Anders Carlson made the field goal. Some calls in that game that didn't go in the way of Alabama. So, Commissioner Sankey, also the uh, head coordinator of officials, Steve Shaw, they will get their phone lines blown up on Monday. But it is what it is. At the end of the day, Alabama falls 48-45 to to Auburn out of the college football playoff. First thing you got to go to from here is definitely – get some things worked on defensively. And I'll dive in more into that as we start the new edition of shows after this. But the main thing is you look at Mac Jones, you put your arms around that young man because he he played. He played. He carried you. He carried Bama. He played his heart out. He played. You put your arms around Najee Harris, he balled out. Balled out. Fifth 100-yard rushing performance this season. You put your arms around Jalen Waddle. Four total touchdowns. Did everything he could do. So, those three young men won a game that they played. And now, you're out in Alabama. You look to the bowl game, whatever bowl game that you get. But that's going to do it here for the instant analysis, reaction, and this week's edition of Shows. Yours truly, Stephen Smith, Touchdown Alabama Magazine, in my own words, the podcast. As always, you download the Touchdown Alabama Magazine app. Get that today for your iPhone. If you're rocking Team Apple, Google Play Store, if you have the Android phone, be sure to subscribe to TDAlabamaMag.com for all the latest. And Touchdown Alabama Magazine on YouTube. The site with over 6,000 subscribers strong. Thanks to you, the fans. Also, be sure to check out our friends at Otoro Hibachi. Show brought to you by Otoro Hibachi. You're craving delicious sushi, great hibachi, and takeout. Our friends at Otoro Hibachi are conveniently located inside the University Mall Food Court in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Check them out. Visit them. When you go in, make sure you tell them that the guys at Touchdown Alabama Magazine sent you, and they will take care of you. So that's Otoro Hibachi in the University Mall Food Court in Tuscaloosa. Great sushi, takeout, hibachi, tremendous environment. Check those guys out. We come back to start next week's edition of shows. We will dive into the things that I was right about, that I hit on, and the things that I missed was wrong about for Alabama this season. For all of us at TDA, I'm yours truly, Stephen M. Smith. Till next time, folks, this has been, in my own words, 